Kane is in the building. I'm my man Marcellus Wiley. Call him. You really want Melancholy Cutler to come in? Shoot, Martin Lawrence in the 90s. What? He was going crazy. Mike Tyson. All his tweets would have been in rhymes. Eddie Murphy would have been great to follow back in the 80s. Ooh. Richard Pryor. That's some good luck, man. Must be nice to just lose $10 yeah. million in two years. And Rudy Gobert is going to win Defensive Player of the Year, but hell with that. We're not Raptors fans. We could care less if they win or not. LeBrontosaurus. What are you doing? No one in the world can tell me the Indiana Pacers are better than the Toronto Raptors. I'm just saying. And Dwayne Casey, you are supposed to be coach of the year. Let's talk about Drake for a minute. Drake, I have never been so disappointed in one seed. To be called LeBronto because it's not the Dallas Cowboys. Unless it's the, it's the Raiders. It it's the Raiders. It don't matter. We still like sticking it to Al Davis. Oh, that was dope. Welcome to BSS Carolinas on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and SoundCloud. Of course, I am your host, Rocky. Joining me on the show today is B3, Exponent. What it do, Saturday morning from the Connecticut School of Broadcasting off Clanton Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. Where you can make work to make your dreams come true. Thank you. Work. 1-800-TV-RADIO. Go CSB.com. And as always, we are sponsored by the... Attitude Broadcasting Company. We put attitude in broadcasting. What the hell is with all that attitude, Rock? The Just only another ABC. Saturday morning. Got to keep that attitude high on That's Saturdays. Right. <laughs> uh, and we're joined by Matt, Chill Matt here. All right, this morning we're going to uh, we'll start off with the Hornets, uh, talk about some local stuff. Actually, let's do NASCAR first, and then we'll do some Hornets talk. What's going on in NASCAR this week? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also got something in Concord, right? The CMS, mm-hmm. Sharpmer Speedway. Mm. The, the NHRA. Yeah. How, how about Chase Elliott, though? Right. Second win of the season. And this, this solidifying should, himself. This in the should playoffs. have been his first win last year, but he kept drum, driving that dumbass line and let Kyle Busch drive by him with like two mm-hmm. laps left. But Chase Elliott. Great restart, man. Held off Denny Hamlin, his good friend, Denny <laughs> Hamlin, <laughs> and got a second win. It actually had gas to do some burnouts this time after the victory. Way to go, Chase Elliott. And doesn't have to worry about this week, which this week is a fun week. That, yeah, yeah, no doubt. This is a like this is a crapshoot right yeah, here. Right? There's at least 30 cars that have a chance to win this mm-hmm. damn week. And it's mm-hmm. Talladega, restrictor plate racing. If you're not a fan of just the regular oval, that if you don't have a strong car, you're probably not gonna win. And and that's the be- that's the beautiful over. thing about Elliott is now he doesn't have the pressure this week of Talladega mm-hmm. on him. He can he can go out there and just he can run to win. Don't don't have to worry about points. Don't have to worry about being in the next round. He's there, and that's big for Hendrick who hadn't really done much this season. It's At been all. it's been a Gibbs Stewart Haas season. Exactly. I mean, Chevy as a whole hasn't done much Nothing this season. The bow ties yeah. have been lacking. But the past few weeks, I think it really has picked up at Chicagoland when Kyle Larson was battling um, Kyle Busch mm-hmm. at the end of the mm-hmm. race there and had a great chance to win that race. I think since then, Chevy is starting to find his groove. Chase Elliott's yeah. won a couple races since then. Jimmy was right there at, at the end of the Roval. So I, I'm, I'm glad to see the bow ties are coming through they, they are coming back they, I mean it took them a full season you know with this new car but you're, you're right they are making a comeback 
And uh, I think Stuart Haas has had a little bit of bad luck yeah. recently. Especially Eric Amarola, yeah. the pork king Him and himself. Boyer. Yeah. I mean, but Amarola's, it's been, this is like the third time this year. He has been leading the race, leading the race late, and then there was a caution, and, and, and he had to come down pit road. Something. And <laughs> his pit crew and, lets and it, him down it may just It may be just me, but I feel like since the announcement that that uh, Phil, Viss, Phil Vassar, or Visser isn't going to fund the 78 team next year mm-hmm. and in the furniture row racing i feel like they've lost a little bit of momentum yeah like they they're not that championship contender they were last year not at all man it's not it's definitely a different season from last year because yeah. every week last year you was like 78 78 gonna win this 78 mile and a half track oh just go ahead and circle to 78 mm-hmm. now we just don't know man pit crew is atrocious because they've had they had to fund their own pit crew this year. Yep, yep. Because Mr. Yep. Gibbs was doing that for them, and Mr. Gibbs was like, you know what, y'all can do that. Uh, but yeah, the seventy-eight doesn't look like a contender. The eighteen, I don't know. He hasn't been. He's been up and down too. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so ha- Hamlin's out of the playoffs uh, now. Like Gibbs is kind of falling apart. Because at one point, I could have seen an entire the the top the last four being all Stuart Haas at one point in time. Now, you know, you throw Elliott in the mix because he's guaranteed next, next, round. next round. He's got them points. Mm-hmm. He's, run, he's run well at Texas before, which is in the next, which is in the next t- segment of, of tracks. Yeah. And then there's Martinsville in the next segment, mm-hmm. too. And he was that too. good there. He was going to win last year until his good friend wrecked him. <laughs> but I, I would love to see Chase Elliott somehow pull out this championship, man. Kevin Harvick's been great this season. Kyle Busch, we know what he is. But we need some of these younger guns to... Okay, we're here. Yeah. Veterans. I know you won seven races this year, but who got the championship at the end of the day? That's right. Hell yes. That's right. Hell yes. I think it'd be good for NASCAR, too, for the most popular driver to come out. Come out and win it. And and at least be in the fight to win it. At least make it a homestead. Be at homestead. Be at homestead. Definitely. Rocky's over here. He's mixing the board up. Who you like at Dega this week? It's like you said, it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. Um... I like Stuart Haas. I like Stuart. they're they're fast. They they're they're showing a lot of speed out of them Fords. I like I like Logano and Brad Keselowski too. Mm-hmm. Team Penske usually mm-hmm. brings fast rides to Dega, and they've won six out of the last eight Dega races. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah. So Penske is strong. Um, this week, more than anything, it's about teammates. Like have, 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 having that having the brand of of the manufacturer mm-hmm. running together, running together, hitting together, yeah. especially those first couple of stages. But the third stage, you know, all hell's going to break loose. Yeah. You know, it's every every driver for themselves at that point, some point. But uh, if I'm going to pick someone, if I'm going to put some money on a driver, I'm going to put my money on Brad Keselowski. I like Brad at Talladega. He always finds a way to survive. Him and Paul Wolf are so, um, so smart. Yeah. Love their combination. And he's going to be there. He's going to find a way to be there at the end of the third stage after all these cautions during one of these final restarts. And I think he's going to find a way to win. Big news in the week, though, for NASCAR. Chad Canales announcing he's not going to be back with Jimmy Johnson. You called it last week. Called it last week about Jimmy not being around for much longer after Lowe's leaves. Chad Canales is leaving. They're kind of falling apart over there. He, they did promote someone from Junior Motorsports to be his crew chief for next year. But, yeah, the 48, Jimmy, Jimmy's time is running out. But Jimmy's had a great run. Yeah. But I like Chad Knauss going to William Byron. We, we know William Byron can drive. The kid can drive. And with the right guidance, I think Mr. Hendrick has 
the formula sold up. Alex Bowman is a good driver. He's only 27. Yeah. Chase Elliott. It's that, it's that youth movement. Right. Hendrick. And then with William Byron, like they got three young guns that can carry them for the next six to ten seasons as far as driving. I know it looks bleak right now, but Rick Hendrick really does have a, himself in a good spot. You know, he's he's got the manufacturer. He's got this new car for mm-hmm. Chevy. And yeah, they hadn't been up on par with what the Fords and Toyotas have been recently. But as as the progression of the car kind of unfolds, you've got these drivers who are gaining experience year after year. Mm-hmm. You know, they're starting earlier in their in their careers, and they're not having this great equipment where they can go out there and win. They're actually having to prove it. So you know, who knows? Maybe in a few years, once they get some experience under them. And get a little bit of veteran leadership under them and they have better cars, they might be dominant again. And the changes that are coming next year, I hope, brings a little more parity yeah, to it absolutely, as well. Absolutely. New rules package? Definitely. I, but like I said, I want to see more restricted plate races, especially in mile and a half tracks. Michigan should definitely be a restricted plate race. That big two-mile track. Brickyard should be restricted plate too. Who you like this week, Rock? The, oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was watching the Jeff Gordon, Richard Petty. Yeah. Uh, this week... Martin Truex Jr. You gonna take the seventy eight? Why not? I mean, he's due a restricted plate race too. He's he's been close a couple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it is this a, is this a week where one of the playoff drivers gets a win? You think? They need to, right? Nice. They kind of need to, but but I'm, you know, I'm gonna be rooting for Bubba and Ricky Stenhouse. I like Ricky, man. Ricky. Yeah, don't forget Ricky. Really, he's, he's won a lot here at Talladega. He's fast, like Roush. Mr. Roush, if he don't do anything else, he brings fast cars to restrictor plate races. So, watch out for Ricky Stenhouse. Watch out for the same team. Yeah, he's won a lot here at Talladega. He's, he's got a good shot. I gotta listen. I'm not even listening. I get the privilege of watching this video, too. <laughs> I got to watch this again later. You see, this, this is 2007. I love NASCAR. It's a video. This is funny. <laughs> this is good. People need to do this more. They now. do. They do a photo gift gallery. Uh, NASCAR does every week after the race, and they have about 18 photos, and they describe the race with these photos. It's really good, man. <laughs> this, yeah. I'm just. The thing is, uh, <laughs> I. I'm sorry, River Room. I love NASCAR. It's just great. That's going to be your opening, all right? Oh, I have River Room. I love NASCAR. <laughs> that will be our yeah, new segment. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll be working on that this week. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, you know, are they the greatest? Is Chad Knauss and Jimmy Johnson the greatest combo crew chief driver ever? Yeah, I think you got to give I mean, it to do them. you give it to them? I, I, I mean, who was, Dale Jr., who was Dale's crew chief? Uh, I mean, he was famous. Yeah, 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 I can't he had Steve Letarte for a little while. He he kind of changed it he up. Had, he had a few because they 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 were trying to get Junior, they were trying to get Junior more involved and and kind of like we talked about with you know the, the Giants and like switching out head coaches and stuff like yeah. they just they tried to they tried they tried to switch out crew chiefs to try to make his success story a little bit. I know who I was thinking, uh, Daryl Walter and Junior Johnson. They were he was his crew chief yeah, for a long time. Yeah. That's a famous combo. Besides that, is there a more a better combo or a famous one than these two? I th- I think the thing that sets Jimmy and Chad apart is 
championship. Through about yeah, well that and through about 2002 to 2009-ish when he, when he was winning all those championships and NASCAR was going through the changes in the cars and the new car of tomorrow and everything. Chevy was on top of their game with that, but no more than than Jimmy and Chad. I mean, because okay. they 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 were the ones who just they they stuck with with what they knew and that winning formula and they just and i mean they were winning when tony stewart was still driving jeff gordon mm-hmm. was still there jr was in there it, you know it was, it was a lot of big drivers still in and i mean he won what five in a row from 05 to 2010 or something like that yeah, five championships yeah it was, in a row like, it was like four i think four out of five three like jimmy was four kicking six. their asses man and he had he's had an awesome run and i think jimmy's gonna win a couple more races before you know he's he retires yeah Watch out for Jimmy this weekend. They the greatest combo ever is not Jimmy and Chad. It's lugs and stroke race. <laughs> Jim neighbors. Jim neighbors and lugs. Burt Reynolds. Yep, that was the greatest crew chief combo ever. You heard it here first, folks. That's right. Because I love NASCAR. Vroom vroom vroom. <laughs> vroom, vroom, vroom. I love NASCAR. But nothing fits better on this show than NASCAR. All right, moving on from. NASCAR, let's go into some Hornets talk. This week, the regular season starts. Who's excited? I am. I am definitely excited about the NBA regular season. All kicks off Tuesday. Um, uh, Philadelphia and Boston in London? I think so. Boston yeah. is it, Yeah, Philly and Boston open up, and then the Thunder at the Warriors banner night. And then Wednesday, we get a doubleheader. And then Thursday, I think you get the Lakers. Oh, let me look at the schedule. Well, the Hornets this week, they actually uh, – I think we open Wednesday night. Yeah, we open Wednesday at home uh, against the Bucks. Bucks. We get Milwaukee. Yeah. Good test right out the gate. Didn't we start with the Bucks last year? We, did yeah. we play them last year, I think? Probably. We like the Greek freak on a Wednesday. Uh, but it starts the uh, 30th anniversary of the Hornets is this year. So, Wednesday is home to the Bucks. Fridays, we get to play our former coach. Woohoo! Steve Orlando. 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 Saturday, we're in Miami. Monday, we're in Toronto. And Wednesday, we're Chicago, in Chicago, then Friday at home to Chicago. And remember last, last year, Chicago Chicago almost. had our number. Yeah. <laughs> So Man, they, it's they, not they like give, we could be one and six. They, they, get, they give us that opening night at home and then the next four on the road. Yeah. And we could be one and six with the quick, with the swiftness. <laughs> starting the season out. All right. Mm. So, starting this week, uh, how do you think they do this week? Man. I mean, I think I, I, I like I like, when, I like a win. I don't know. I, th- I, think, I think just being at home gives us that advantage. I like the win opening Wednesday. Night. I like the win against the Magic. Uh, I, I think we we lose one of those two games, either against Orlando or Miami. One of those. Definitely lose to Toronto. I mean, I could see us starting two and two, two and three this coming week. I'm going to say two, three, four. I'm going to say four and two because I think we'll be – I think we'll sweep Chicago uh, with Laurie marketing out. Jabari Parker's not even – he's on the bench now. Uh, Justin Holiday's playing for the what, starting is job. Is Jabari hurt? No, he's healthy. He just doesn't play defense. Nah. Well, after he signed that contract, he said, I don't play defense. And Fred Hoiberg's like, all right, 
Fred you come off the bench. Priest defense, though. He does this year, supposedly. It's a change because uh, Justin Holiday's starting, who's been scoring and plays better defense than Jabari does. Uh, but we got the Magic. I think we win the Magic game. I think we win the Heat game. We're definitely losing Toronto and Kawhi. Wednesday and Friday next week, I think we beat Chicago. I think four and two mm-hmm. in the first week. I think we lose to Milwaukee. We definitely lose to Toronto. We can beat Orlando. We better beat Orlando. Because who, who does Orlando have? Fournier, Aaron Gordon. Actually, Fournier and Gordon, Aaron Gordon did play well last year. Um, and Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. I'll say three and three. We'll go three and three. All right. We better uh, beat Orlando and we better beat the Bulls twice. What's your projections for Hornets this year record was? 37 and 45. Yeah, I was going to say somewhere like around middle of the road. I don't think they made the playoffs, man. 40, 42. Yeah, something. I'm going to say 40. You say what, 42? 37 and 45. 37. How many wins do you think? I mean, I'm going to go somewhere around that mark, but maybe it's a little high. I'm going to say 42. You know, I think. 42 and 40. All right. 42 and 40. Just from last year, you know, we sucked in close games in the end of the fourth quarter. We still can't shoot the three ball that well. I think the chemistry's though. Chemistry's chemistry coming together. All right. We'll, but we'll see because we don't have a lot of great rebounders either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no more Dwight. No more Dwight doing that. His big thing down there. We really need to uh, – the biggest key this year is the development of the young players. Yeah. Uh, that should how be much, the main focus. How much do we develop these young players over – for example, instead of Marvin Williams starting, for heaven's sake, let him go to the G League or bring him off the bench as a six-man six of the year because I think he could be a good six-man, honestly. Bringing him in to score because he can't play defense at this point. And just go a smaller lineup, more athletic, smaller lineup, and play Cody at this. Frank Kaminsky shouldn't get no minutes. God, Marvin no, Williams shouldn't no. get no miss minutes. Right. Please. Bismack no. should his minutes should be limited. He should give it five or ten again because he can provide yeah, he the energy. Think about time. three years ago when he played here. His blocks and dunks got us going a little bit offensively. I just think he could help with that. He, he brought that energy to, right. to Toronto too. That's true. So we'll see. I think it hinders on on Miles Bridges, how how well how well he adapts, and gets into that gets into that role. And Monk needs to be a more efficient scorer. You know, every shot don't have to be a three or a dunk. You know, get in the mid range. Yeah, Golden State is awesome at. Okay, we ain't got the three. I can pull up from about sixteen feet. Uh, but Tuesday, Philadelphia is Boston, Oklahoma City, Golden State. You talked about. Uh, big games this week. I think the Lakers open with Portland is either Wednesday night or Thursday night. The Lakers always open in Portland for some reason. Yeah, they open Wednesday night. And then I think they play a back-to-back because they play Thursday night too. Yep, the Lakers are in Portland the next night. Uh, Chicago, Portland, Washington, Miami, New York, and Brooklyn – Anybody who surprises you this year? Any team? I was getting ready to say, yeah. What's your surprise team? Shoot, the Nuggets make the playoffs this year. No doubt about that one. I don't think they're a surprise, though. I know they're not a surprise. They're, they're really good. The Give me a surprise really team in the East. 
Um, Brooklyn. Surprise he means Brooklyn? I, no, I'm going to say Charlotte. I'm Charlotte? Gonna, I'm going to say Charlotte. I feel like they believe in what they're doing there, which is the biggest thing. Uh, man, there's not a lot of choices that I. <laughs> I'm gonna say Cleveland. I think it'll surprise yeah, that'd be a you. Surprise. <laughs> They're going to surprise to you. Tristan about Thompson is no surprise. It's Tristan Thompson. I think the team plays better without LeBron as a team. I mean, and you know you got Ty Lue. He's a heck of a coach. We'll see. What was their record that year? LeBron left for Miami. What was that rec- their record that year? It was year? pretty bad. But they, they didn't really I mean, have they anything. they got better players this time yeah, around. They do have better players this time. Uh, it's not completely dry. Uh, what about in the West? Give me a surprise team. Oh, Phoenix. Last year it had to be Utah was a surprise Utah's team. Utah's not a surprise. They're really not now, freaking good. But so. give me a surprise team for this year. Phoenix. I do like Phoenix and their young talent. Um. Dallas, I don't like. I still don't like if San Antonio that. wins this year, it would be a surprise. I, I still yeah. Because now Murray is out the whole season. And the other guard, White, is yep. hurt too. He's out 6 8. And weeks. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, had surgery too, didn't he? Yeah, who knows? He was hurt before he got drafted um, in Miami. Yeah, it's got to be Phoenix. Like Phoenix, you feel like they're going to be a little bit better. But, you know, the Clippers. Yeah. Watch out for the Clippers. The Clippers might be competing for the AFC. I I think the Clippers will be a top five team in the top six in the West. Uh, and they they were in it last year. I like Phoenix. I really like Phoenix a lot. Uh, Denver, of course, is not a surprise to me because you know they competed. I'm gonna say Dallas this year. Dennis Smith, Harrison Barnes. They're young, but uh, Luca. Luka I Dompich. think they got some young pieces. They don't play any defense. <laughs> well, I know nobody in the West plays defense. 140 points they, a night. Yeah, but they can't score like those other teams can score no. in the West. I, I'm going to go with Dallas, though, man. I think Dirk's last year, maybe they'll make a run. He, by the way, he's not playing for a while. so. Yeah. Uh, but I'll go with them. All right. Uh, any other uh, – I'm going to say it now. Kyrie Irving will win the MVP award. Oh, that's right. Let's go ahead and put it on the books. Let's go I know in. everybody wants to say LeBron or KD. We know they're going to be up there or Anthony Davis. I think Kyrie is up there, but watch out for uh, Brandon Ingram being MVP candidate this year. If LeBron is smart, and I think he is, I think he'll make Brandon Ingram an MVP candidate. He's not going to get more shine than LeBron's going to get out there. So there's – no way. If, they if he's the facilitator and he sets up these young guys to do the scoring, and he's averaging a triple double, they could be like LeBron's his MVP. Well, no, no, <laughs> that's what I'm saying though. I've told you this before. We talked about it on the show. If LeBron does 15 assists a game, that's all he needs. He could do 15 assists a game in this offense. He could have done that in Cleveland, but he took it upon himself not to. I think he could average 20 and 15 assists a night. We'll see. With this team. The Lakers, for all the young athletes and studs, they still don't shoot. The oh, no, they don't great. shoot. They they can't shoot worth a lick, but they can definitely get to the brim. They can definitely get up and down the floor, though. And so that's, that's the main thing. They're more athletic than Cleveland was. A lot more. So there's no reason they can't score a lot of points. Uh, all right. Uh, well, since we're there. All right. So you got who went? You got LeBron winning MVP? I got Kyrie Irving. Kyrie winning MVP. Kyrie Irving. 
Who you got winning LeBron? It could be. You think LeBron? I think he's got a good shot. I'm going to say. I I was going to say, I mean, I think you're going to see a rejuvenated LeBron. To get MVP in the West, I. I think he's got to finish top three in the West. If he gets the Lakers top three Lakers in the West. Win, if the Lakers win 50-55 games mm-hmm. and he's, you know, doing his thing, like, it's going to be hard to deny him. But. No, I'm saying if they get top three, it's going to have to be 55 wins in the West. It's going to have to be t- 50, at least 55 wins. But, I mean, if Boston wins 65, close to 70 games, and Kyrie Irving is the, the catalyst, how can you deny that? Easy yeah. LeBron James winning 55 yeah. in the West. It's like um, the Western Conference is the varsity league. Right. And y'all just <laughs> y'all just. Uh, I mean, it's the same way when Toronto won 60 games in the East against LeBron and no one on. They wouldn't give it to Mar DeRozan or no, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry wasn't the MVP. No, he was not. He was no <laughs> damn. Don't give me that crap. But yeah, uh, the other one, Kawhi Leonard. Watch Ka- Kawhi is playing for a contract, a huge contract into the season. Watch Kawhi Leonard in the East. You talk about this. he's gonna be on a mission this year, I think, because he got I mean, a lot of better Kawhi press. Kawhi was an MVP candidate when he was in San Antonio when they when he right. was playing at his best and healthy. But now he's got a chip on his shoulder too. I think. Uh, all right, Western Conference. Who meets in the conference finals and wins? Shoot, let's just go with everybody else. Golden State and the Lakers, and of course, Golden State wins because Golden State gonna win three in a row. Unless, please don't put this on me. Unless they have some kind of crazy injury or something, mm-hmm. a couple of crazy injuries. Golden State, Golden State, Golden State. Against who? Um. Yeah, give me Boston. a matchup. No, in the um, West. Oh, Golden State and Los Angeles. So you think the Lakers get the two seed in the West? I think they get uh or three like the seed. Three. So you think they beat yeah. Houston or Oklahoma City or one of them other Absolutely. teams? So there's Houston. no way it's yeah. going to be anybody but Lakers and Golden State. I think it that way because Houston is I not as Steven good there. as they were last year. They they may have added a little more offensive punch with Carmelo Anthony, but you lost two really good defenders mm-hmm. and stretched three guys that knew their role, knew exactly what their role was. So I don't. Yeah, I think I think I mean I think Golden State's a given. I think. I, I don't know how they couldn't be. I'm, I'm going to say Golden State and Houston. Golden State and Houston? In the West. I'm going to go Golden State, Oklahoma City. I just – I mean, I think this is the second year. I think they added, they added Dennis Schroeder. You let him play more to the point. You let Russ play more to two. I think they'll have better chemistry this year because they got Carmelo off the team. Uh, Russ ain't giving the ball up. Russ, <laughs> Russ going to no, dominate the ball. Dennis Schroeder leading that bench will be better than Raymond Felton leading that oh, bench. Oh, hell okay. yeah. So, hell yeah. I, th- I think it will be better for the team. Uh, I'll say, you know, I'm going to go Oklahoma City and Golden State. Golden State's going to win the West. What about East? Who went, Who meets in the Eastern Conference finals? Boston and Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's going to be one, too. Because Philly, I like Philly. But I just don't think they have enough. Unless Ben Simmons, you know, his jump shot has improved a lot. And he starts averaging about 24, 25 a game. He can't – they can't win big time with him only averaging 15. Who you get? You going the same thing, Boston? Yeah, oh yeah. Boston, Boston, yeah. Toronto, yeah. 
I'm a, so such, you think, such a watered down East. So you think Boston, Toronto's top two, right? Oh yeah, by a lot. I'm gonna go Boston and Washington. Oh, you like the Wiz? I'm gonna go with the Wizards they because they got rid of Gortat. They added Dwight. If Dwight plays like he did in Charlotte, I think it'll be a lot better for them. You got to remember the chemistry Gortat and John Wall was horrible. Yeah, it was done by right? the time that was over. And if Bradley Bill, John Wall, who likes to party. Why did I pick the Wizards? <laughs> I just thought about I, it. It's out there now. I know. I just they thought have about the talent, though. They have the. They do have the talent to win, and their bench is better. Uh, Uncle Jeff came down. Yeah, there. they. Yeah, they got Uncle Jeff from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, you, I think they're got, better. Um, Kelly, you got oh, Kelly Olenek, not Olenek. Ubre, Ubre, thank you. And you got uh, Otto Porter Jr. still down there. You still got some players. Got pieces. I'm gonna Lots go with Washington pieces. to beat Toronto because I don't. Toronto new head coach Nick Nurse. But it's the same system. He was on the bench. He knows the guys. They know him. And you got Kawhi Leonard, who is a you know he's a clutch player. But you know who's not clutch on that team? We know the damn point guard Lowry, <laughs> who you should trade it. You should have traded Kyle nobody Lowry Kyle over Lowry, DeMar DeRozan. But nobody wants Kyle Lowry. He's an all-star. He's an all-star. Everybody's He's an all-star. Anybody's an all-star in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Shoot. My butt. If Kyle Lowry gets any MVP votes over Kimba Walker, I'll be ashamed. So, we'll see what happens out there. So, in the and East. For, so, who wins the East then? Boston, Toronto. I since y'all got Boston, Boston Toronto. Boston, 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 the finals. Boston, hands down. So, Boston, Golden State. We all got Boston, Golden State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Golden State, how many games? Five? Five. I, I say four. I, four? I think, you think it's a sweep? sweep? I think it's a sweep. I, I, I think Boston get one, one in their building. They may even get two. It's Golden State, man. And by that time, if they're back healthy, I mean fully healthy, Boogie Cousins will be back in the mix too. So, hello, another um, multiple-time All-Star Olympic team member. I'm telling you, though, watch Jason Tatum. If Tatum keeps rising up and he can become a MVP candidate with Kyrie Irving because I think Gordon Hayward's going to take a step back and let – I mean, they don't let him shoot, but I think – Jason Tatum's just gonna be on a different level, not just offense, but de- I think he's gonna be like Clay Thompson for the Warriors. But I'm interested Defensive. to see with Boston what the lineups look like. Who's playing sure. in the fourth quarter? Because you know you had great success without Gordon Hayward. Now you're adding Gordon Hayward back into the mix. So. All right, so we know Golden State. We all got Golden State MVP. We know Coach of the Year. Um, it's gonna be Luke Walton. <laughs> The Lakers, the Lakers are going to improve <laughs> so much games. and um, be back in the mix. It's going to be Luke Walton. I feel I feel like last year Brad Stevens got the shaft, but not even getting a vote for Coach of the Year. I think he I, I think he has Coach of the Year this year. Spe- especially oh, Dwayne Casey, uh, Casey, Casey yeah. got fired. He got fired. Uh, man, I will tell you what, I'm gonna go. Mm. James Perego. <laughs> you know, I thought about it, but I'm gonna go. Where am I, the hell am I going? Uh, if Steve Clifford wins 20 games with Orlando, give it to him. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> I'll be surprised. Uh, let's go. 
Atlanta, I mean, look at Pierce in Atlanta, man. If he wins any games with Atlanta, he should get coach of the year and candidate. I think Mike Bootenhoser in Milwaukee is going because he won coach of the oh, year. Oh, that's in right. Atlanta he is in Milwaukee. Ago. I think he's going to help that program get right. Watch Milwaukee compete this year. Uh, you know what? I said what a surprise team. Let me go out west. I'm going to go with Rick. Uh, Rick, uh, Adam, not Adelman. Uh, Carlisle, Rick Carlisle oh, with and, Dallas. And Dallas. Let me give it to Rick Carlisle because you don't get you don't get coach of the year, and guess what? You don't get Dwayne Casey'd. You don't get fired at the end of the season, no matter what you do. Because I think it's gonna be a new trend. You don't get coach of the year, get fired. It happens. Yeah. So let me go with that. Uh, rookie of the year, real fast. Ooh. Um. I like DeAndre Ayton actually. Mm-hmm. Especially if Phoenix does what you know we we say they may do. Trey Young's got a chance. I don't think he does it. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with my man, my man out of Duke, huh, Wendell sure. Carter. What? Yep. What? Up there in Chicago. Oh man, I, I can't. Him. I still can't Wendell believe Wendell Carter's gonna be him. a double double machine for Chicago. He's gonna be out of the league in three years. Watch. He's gonna be dude. He's horrible. What? Yeah, his, Wendell his, Carter. His, his skill says old man for Elton Brand. You mean today's Elton Brand? Wait a minute, Elton Brand was a better shooter than he was. We we don't we don't expect that from Wendell Carter. We expect you to rebound, put back buckets, and an occasional shot here and there. That's what we're looking for with today's big man. Now, if you can shoot the three, maybe we can stretch out a little bit. But with his skill set, be Tyson Chandler. I see that. All right. Uh, everybody's going with eight, and I do think he's going to be great. But and Trey Young, I think, is going to be good. But I said it earlier, I'm picking Cleveland to make the playoffs. I'm going with Colin Sexton. Okay. So, oh, watch out, Miles Bridges, the sleeper. All right, let's go in the heroes of the weekend. It's the Rule of Three Breakdown Edition. Heroes of the weekend. Myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. One other NBA news real fast I want to share. NBA mock draft already is out. Mm-hmm. Number one, yep. of course, is who? Oh, James Harden, right? No, it, uh, mock draft next year. Oh. R.J. Barrett from Duke, your guys' yeah. Duke. Oh, mm-hmm. God almighty, another Duke fan mm-hmm. in here. Jesus, I forgot. Uh, R.J. Barrett, they got going to the Hawks. Uh, Celtics. <sighs> the rich keeps getting richer. Zion Wimbledon. Boston Celtics, they're saying. That's the prediction? That's the prediction <sighs> right now. Zion going to Boston. By the way, let me throw this out here again, Hornets fans. We could have had all these number one picks. But yeah. we wanted Frank. For Frank we Kaminsky. wanted Frank Kaminsky. We could have Zion and now Wilson, Frank this fourth Jason season Tatum. is not going to freaking play. Jason Tatum, Zion Williamson. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. We could have had uh, Donovan Mitchell. Of the mm, yeah, Donovan, I mean, this, Donovan Mitchell. That could be our lineup. Like, yeah. Uh, Phoenix Suns, Nazir Little from UNC. Oh, he's UNC's big freshman this year. Uh, Cam Riddish from Duke. Mm-hmm. Jesus, dude. How many Duke players? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 
Yeah, we ain't even talk about college we basketball. We don't recruit, then you're going to start getting into those Kentucky players. Uh, Romeo Langford, Chicago. I'm just starting. Cleveland Bowl Bowl from Oregon. Bowl Bowl. That's Manute's son. Is that Manute's son? That is Manute's son. Bowl Bowl. He's actually got game. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Magic, Quentin Grimes from Kansas. Uh, Brooklyn Nets, Nazarene Reed. Uh, Celtics. Wow, they got two of the top ten picks. Damn, Number Brooklyn. Nine. Y'all just gave up the gold. No, this is Grizzlies. They got the Grizzlies pick and the Kings pick. Uh, Secure Dumbert from France, some small fort, power fort. Uh, the Hawks, Keldon Johnson. Uh, Hornets, Jonte Porter, Missouri, sophomore, is what they're saying. Anybody know about Jonte Mori? Nope. Uh, Porter. So that's, I just wanted to go over the top 14. All right. So anyway. Wanted to share that a little bit. Hindsight's twenty twenty, isn't it? Yep. We'll see what happens. Oh, let's go into the heroes of the weekend. Who you guys got? Jimmy Butler. Way to go, Jimmy. Stand up for what you believe, man. Keep talking that stuff. <laughs> Odell I, Beckham Jr. <laughs> Your quarterback keeps playing like trash. Your team playing like trash. Keep throwing them under the bus. That's good stuff. <laughs> Give us stuff to talk about. Um, I'm going to go with Hella Leg. Hella leg, Graham Gano. Graham Gano. Way to go. Oh, they, that that thing would have been good from 70. 70. Dude, NFC, like, player, special that, team player of the week. You know, honestly, that real talk, that is a record that I am so surprised hasn't been broken yet. Like, it's been, it's been tied so many times. Hasn't Six, somebody kicked it from 65? No, nah, yeah. like 63 is the record. Like 63 is the record. And, up, uh, who 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 was it out in Denver that did it uh, Prater. initially? It was, was it was it Prater out in Denver? Was, I thought Prater, but I thought he kicked it from like sixty five. Because I know Dempsey had the record for a long yeah. time. Yeah, sixty three. Uh, you had Lutz in New Orleans kick. Did he kick it sixty three or sixty five? Matt Prater, December eight, two thousand thirteen, was six is sixty four. Sixty four. Sixty four. Yeah. Prater okay, yeah, pre- previous record was 63. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and now it's been matched by Dempsey. Of course, Dempsey said it. Jason Elam, Jankowski, David Akers, and, and Graham Gano. But, I mean, 64 does, does Graham Gano have the most impressive one? Like, as the time's the game running? Winning? The game winning as the time's running down. Like, <sighs> like as time is expiring, you know, the play, the play clock. The, that's the thing. I was watching that game. Play clock's running down oh, under man. five, and he's just cool, cool as a cucumber. Just I think the one for – I think David Akers was a game-winning too. Yeah. Not David Akers, but Matt Prater. I yeah, think that Denver – that but was that, a game-winning. That's Denver. Denver. That's that mile-high oh. air. You know, that's yeah. yeah. the air. The ball's yeah. going to travel better. I know I'm sitting in the room with Panthers this fans is, when they're saying this is how ass. great a field goal was. <laughs> Level. The game is on the line. Hero just, of the we year. We almost gave it up. We need Matt. We need Graham Gano to kick this thing through the and and, and, it, and it, it wasn't even that field goal. He made three other field goals. I think two of them were from forty plus. I mean, the man was kicking all afternoon. He had like fifteen fantasy points. <laughs> he was unbelievable Amazing. last week. Amazing. Graham Gano, yeah, the the best one of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked him up on every single fantasy <laughs> league that I'm in. Mm. Kickers came came down. You know, last two picks, kickers. Graham Gano was my first pick. I just knew. I mean, he's just so consistent. So consistent. If you can't get Justin Tucker, get Graham Gano. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. 
Oh, don't be mad because y'all <laughs> let go of a field goal kicker for some no name. Look, we have John Legend's brother, or John Mayer, brother, Brett Mayer. We're right. Listen, can we also slow down about naming Graham Gano the greatest kicker in Panthers history already? Mm-hmm. No, it's I mean, way too early, man. Let the guy finish his career. The yeah. only other kicker that's in. I wouldn't um, go that far as far as saying he's the greatest in history for the He's Panthers. the greatest in history because I do not. He's put not better than Casey. He's better than Casey. I, I think Casey, Casey, Casey was had just the bag Casey out of bounds infamy in the for Super kicking Bowl. the ball out of bounds. Yeah. You know what? That happens. And you put Graham you Gano. Can't kick the hey, ball out of bounds hey, at that point. Put Graham Gano in that situation. He'll do the same thing. He would have boomed it through the back of the end zone. You don't know that. I'm telling you. You don't know. Now, he was at a Super Bowl. But, dude, I'm just saying, let's slow down. Also, if you ask Panthers, they say the greatest quarterback in the history of the Panthers is Jake DeLon. Well, Jake DeLon. No, uh, stop it. You know, stop it. What? Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. We all seasons. know it's Steve Berlin. <laughs> I thought it was Jimmy I thought it was Rodney Clawson. Rodney Pete? Jimmy Clawson. Jimmy, well, Jimmy Clausen might be. Oh, Jimmy oh, Pickle. Kerry Collins had a good run for us, too. Yeah. All I mean. Right. All right, Prime. We'll do a greatest Panthers next week. Like, we don't stuff. have a lot of great names that we can throw out there. Our, we're, we're going. Our, here's what we're going to do. That deep. Hey, if you're listening to us on the show, tweet us or Facebook us the greatest. We'll start with quarterback. No, we'll start with kickers since y'all won't do kickers. It's Graham Gano. Next week. Give me the top three kickers of all time in Panthers. Uh, that's so tough because John Casey was with us for so Forever. long. I know. I want to hear. I mean, I yeah, want to hear how many three. people. I don't even know if there's another kicker. I mean, I'm saying, I know there kicker? was. I know there was, but we uh, had, we've had Gano, we've him. had Casey, and I don't remember I can't. Else. <laughs> nobody else. You don't remember the number ten that missed all the field goals? No, we don't remember people that miss. <laughs> History, rem- the point of history is you remember things in history. Second place is right. just the first loser. Right. And we damn sure don't want to remember okay. somebody. Orlando Mari. We had Amare? Yeah, you did. Orlando Mari. Shane Graham you had. Justin Medlock. Yeah. I mean, suck, suck, suck. Yeah. We haven't had three great kickers. We've only had. All right, if you can name three kickers from the Panthers' history, you win. <laughs> Successful, and we're kickers. giving you two of them. If, we can, <laughs> if you can name the third, got, like the three you just, <laughs> I give you two out of three. Can you give me a third? I can't, man. All right, all right, fine. You or you want to do something else than kickers? We're gonna do punters. <laughs> I don't even know who our current punter is. <laughs> you got one punter, Brandon Norton. I just gave him an extension. All right, fine, we'll do quarterbacks. You want to start with quarterbacks? We'll do top three quarterbacks at all time in Panthers history. That's yeah. debatable. That's debatable. That's debatable. That's debatable. Top three ki- kickers, top three quarterbacks in Panthers history. We know, as everybody's going to say, Cam Newton. Cam, DeLong, yeah, and um, St. Uh, Pierre. <laughs> do you have St. Pierre or Marnie Edwards? Uh, is there any – all right, do you have any more heroes? Um, Chase Elliott, second yeah. win of the year. Yeah, that's huge. There you go. There you go. Um, Brooks Kepka was named PGA Player of the Year and missed the first three months of the season. So that's awesome. Mm. Uh, I can miss the first three months, come back, win two majors, and be named Player of the Year. <laughs> that's what's up. I've got a few. Brock Holt of the Red Sox hits for a cycle, first player ever to do that in a playoff game. That's crazy. That stuff. Mm-hmm. I know. And then, and then got benched the next night. 
Well, Alice Cora looks like a genius because yeah. they're on their way. You, yeah. Baseball is so – just like the Dodgers and Milwaukee is so situational now. Like last night they were trying to say, why wasn't Yasiel Puig playing? Dude, he doesn't hit lefties well. He's horrible against lefties, which and, is and funny. it's ridiculous because he's better against righties. Right. And he's a right-handed player. And not just close. He's <laughs> ridiculous my, my good against righties compared to lefties. I don't understand. That's the reason he's not playing. Stop. I just uh, – the other one, I got Dodgers advanced to the fourth NLS, LCS in the last six years. Uh, Saints Drew Brees break all-time passing record on 62-yard touchdown pass that game. Uh, Josh Norman. Whew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's getting ready to join the 500 touchdown club this week. George Springer hits his second home run of game three, his 10th career postseason home run. He has eight home runs in nine games. That, that guy loves October, man. Loves Mr. October. October. The Brewers getting to the NLCS, and lastly, Jimmy Butler for beating the Wolves starters with all the third stringers in practice. Just the greatest story in history. And, um, Jerry, are you going to fire Jason Garrett, or are you not going to fire Jason Garrett? Please fire He will get us to where we want to go. Where are you trying to go? Down the toilet bowl? He will definitely lead you there. I'm so done with this whole situation. They're not going to fire him. They're not Ever. going to fire – Scott Linehan might get fired in the season. Besides that – You don't think Jerry Jason Garrett's Jones. gone if you don't miss the play – if you miss the playoffs? Who? Jason Garrett. No. no. Jerry yeah. Jones is in his mind. He he said it a while ago. Jason Garrett is the coach. We can win a Super Bowl with Jason Garrett. Right. So, and Jerry he, Jones is out to prove this point right. that he's going to win a Super Bowl with Jason You better get a receiver. It's not about getting a receiver. I don't care who you put back there. If we don't throw the damn ball over 20 yards, we it doesn't matter who's back there because they're going to put everybody in the box and dare us to throw the ball, and then we ain't going to try to throw the ball. If you watch When you watch a Dallas Cowboy game, the first play of the game every single time is a run up the gut. All, off every guard, single off guard. play. <laughs> off left guard. Yes, yeah, off left guard every time. And Travis Frederick being out has hurt us, but we do not call. I don't care who we get. We could get Odell Beckham to be on one side of the field, Antonio Brown be on the other side, and we would run right up the middle on first down. I mean, Cowboys need to add that jet. And Rob Gronkowski being the tight end. That everybody's doing right now, that where you can have the wide receiver motion and you either just throw it to him like yeah. this or hand it to him or he's just I, good. I think that's the thing. Like you don't, doing it right there's, now. there's no wide receivers that, that anybody fears. No, it's wait. like you said, you you line up Odell and Antonio and all of a sudden that spreads out the defense. You can run the ball. No, you're missing my point. That you don't no, throw the ball. It doesn't matter who's back there, okay? We everybody knows what the play is going to be on first down. Run up the middle. So why are you on play back? Why is a cornerback playing back? Put no, eight, put eight you in just the box you put nine. No, they they put ten in the box last week, <laughs> and we wouldn't throw the ball deep. I'm serious. Watch the we lead the league in twenty yard attempts. Like Dak sees the most single high safeties yes. looks in the league, and they don't take advantage. They don't take a shot at all. Like I mean, most teams are scared to play single high safety. Even when we had Des Bryant. Okay, in his Pro Bowl season, the last time we had him, we did not throw the ball to him more than he had no more than five catches in a game. Who does Dallas have this week? Uh, Jacksonville. 
Oh, we ain't yeah, gonna yeah, try to throw this week. It's gonna be a fun week right here. This is a twelve nine game right yeah. here. But no, <laughs> honestly, you know, yes. Do we need wide receivers? Yes. But everybody's talking about how we don't have receivers. I don't know what we have because we don't attempt to throw the damn ball down the field. Stop putting on the wide and receivers. We, Let's get some inventive play calling. Cole Beasley yeah. didn't have a catch last right? week. And that's, yeah, that's he's supposed to be your best of. receiver. I mean, he's a slot guy. I'm sure there were several plays of him running across the middle. He was open. Well, my example is I, against the New York Giants, the first play of the game. We come after the Panthers game where we didn't try any deep passes out. The next week, we throw a 60-yard touchdown pass to Tavon Austin, third play of the game. Yeah. Third play of the game. We throw it deep. And don't go back and to it all. We don't long. try again. Yeah. Y'all haven't tried in four weeks. No. No. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And you hired this offensive genius and Jason Garrett, who in four years has done skadoosh with that offense. He's wasting yeah. y'all wasting so, Zeke right now. I man. just I think it's a waste of time. But uh it's all good. It's my life as a Dallas Cowboys fan. Watch they watch Dak's gonna throw for like 400 yards this week and like and I like Dak but you need to sit him at like uh, I listen Marcus Spears this week they put him in a bad situation you give him no receivers you don't call any passes to get him going you get him uncomfortable and he can't get in a rhythm to me you set up the pass for the run you start the pass you set up the run later absolutely you know not the run to pass pass the run and that's the problem with that. Like uh, when we did the two-minute drill against Carolina, all right, week one, every time we do the two-minute drill, he looks like he's in good rhythm. The offense runs better. Look at the second half. We That's the way we should start the game. I mean, but that's how what Dak came up with because at Mississippi State, yeah. they were always in an up-tempo offense. Right. You know, this is just college ball. I don't know why it's got to be let's huddle up every time. Change the tempo. Do some things for Dak. Get Dak going. Get the offense going. Yeah. Because not one game this year has the offense been productive in the first half. It's always been second half. It looks half bad. It's sad, man. It's yeah. really sad. So, we'll see what happens this week against the number one defense in the league. Good luck with that. <laughs> so, we'll see. Let's go into dummies. Who's there? It's the Joseph Randall BSS Carolines Dummy of the Week. All right, y'all got any dummies? Mm, Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. I mean, great win by Cleveland right there at the end. Two seconds left. But at at that point, like, everybody in the stadium knows the game's over but Hugh Jackson. He's still holding up two fingers. Like, two two seconds left. No, the game is over. You won. Go into the locker room. Celebrate. That that just comes up as on the top of my mind. His dumbass comment to the press this week. Oh, I, I don't know where all these bandwagon fans start coming from. Band, bandwagon fans for the Browns? What? What are you smoking? That's a double dummy right there. <laughs> double dummy. Like, did y'all just become the New England Patriots all of the sudden? Y'all in the Super Bowl every year? What in the hell, man? We just happy that y'all are zero and six at this point. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They won three games in three years. And now, they, have bandwagon yeah. fans? now they have bandwagon fans. Well, you know, you know, you know, they uh, they they clip the lock on that beer cooler. Dilly up dilly, in Cleveland. Like may, maybe everybody's just really drunk up there. And he was—he's one of them. Just really drunk. 
<laughs> I, I, listen, I love that the Browns are winning games. I told you I guys at the beginning of the season, good for the Browns are my pick to make a playoff, make yeah. the playoffs AFC. Can we I, have get a Browns Lions Super Bowl? No, oh my God, God no, God, oh no. my God, Bucks. <laughs> no, no, no Bucks. We've had Bucks. No, already. we don't need Bucks. Browns and the Lions are two of the original franchises yeah. that have made the Super Bowl. The Jaguars and the Texans, you know, they just came around. But the Browns and the Lions have been around forever yeah. and have not made the Super Bowl. The Los Angeles Rams, they left L.A., went to St. Louis, made a Super Bowl. They're back in L.A. They got a chance to make another Super Bowl. The Browns and Lions still haven't made the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> Can mm. we get a Browns-Lions Super Bowl one no, time? Browns-Vikings. Vikings been there tons of times, too. No, they haven't. The Vikings was in, like, Super Bowl three and Super Bowl five. The purple oh, purple eaters. Yeah, back in the sixties. But they've been. Yeah, I, it's right. been a while. But they've been. Let's get a Browns and Cowboys. I mean, Super for, Bowl. For, forget even Super Bowl. Just success in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. Just success, success in the playoffs. Just <laughs> making the playoffs. Make the playoffs. The get Browns close. And the Lions have winning seasons. Listen, the same year to make the playoffs. The same in year. two two <laughs> games, he's won two games. Okay, Baker Mayfield. They have already gave him LeBron's crown. Oh, God. He's the king. In two games. Let's give you the keys to the city. In two games. <laughs> two. They won two games, and he's already got keys to the city. All right, uh, dummies of the week. Y'all, you're done. I'm good. You got any more? Uh, first one, I got to go with Conor McGregor for getting his butt handed to him and not going to WWE. He had a chance. Uh, the second one, listen, Braves fans, you excluded. I've never <laughs> gone to a city where they think they are owed, they are owed a championship. Listen, I have never seen a fan base. Cheer every single plate. And that Tomahawk, oh, my God, I want to stick it up somebody's honey because <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm sitting in the seat trying to enjoy and like. Those little foam tomahawk, Tomahawks? Yes. Yeah. I, just be going crazy. Well, I asked the usher if you had them in blue because they were in red. I was like, can I get them in Dodger blue? And he kind of looked at me funny. But, you know. Every I don't understand the hatred for the Dodgers in in Atlanta. I do not understand it. Every time I go to Atlanta, you see a Braves game against the Dodgers. They literally hate the Dodgers more than anybody else, next to the Phillies. I guess. I guess it goes back to when Atlanta Chase was up. in the National League West. weren't they in the National League West, yeah. like in the nineties, and yeah. they played the Dodgers all the time. But we, you know, the funny thing I tell my wife all the time is the reason LA fans don't care about Atlanta because. Okay, I mean, what what do you want me to tell you? We LA, know you don't LA suck. LA fans yeah. don't care about much of anything. No, we do. Giants, we hate the Giants. But, I mean, when we go to Atlanta, I was – man, I have never seen so many white uh, – look, don't let me be racist here. I have never seen so many white privileged fans in my life. The white fans With are like drunk. Yes, self retirement It's like, ooh, we are owed this. We are owed a championship. I'm, no, you're not. Atlanta is. Atlanta's got one championship in the last 40 years. They had 96. One championship in the last 40 years. And you don't talk so junk. That's why they feel like they're owed one. You don't know. You want to know who's owed? Dallas Cowboys fans, LA Dodgers fans are owed a championship. We're the original members of all these leagues. And Atlanta, I'm owed a championship. Cause I'm Atlanta. 
I, no, Falcons choke. Next time I go to Atlanta, I already told my wife, I am wearing an LA Dodgers shirt with a 28 to 3 shirt. I'm going to have that on at the same time because I love being hated. My Like when Yasiel Puig comes up and booed, I'm standing up doing this. Come on, I want to hear some more boo. My wife's like, please sit down. You don't get no. <laughs> They're going to throw a drink at you. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I honestly she just don't care. She to get hit by the drink. <laughs> Dude, I almost got in a fight walking into the restroom. A guy stumbles into me who's drunk. He's like, we, get out of the way, Dodger fan. Go use the bathroom, dude, before I knock your ass out. Just go. <laughs> like, you can't enjoy yourself on the road. Another guy comes out wearing a Land of Braves hat, and it's like, you know, that shirt really brings out your eyes. I was like, thank you. The hat really brings out something. How terrible you are. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, I just – I had to share that. It was a horrible experience, except for I had some nice Atlanta Braves fans I talked to for a while. Very nice ballpark, though. Very nice. Yeah, they got a beautiful, beautiful ballpark. Beautiful ballpark. Uh, and then last one, Malik Monk. Gets clowned by the Hornets. They placed a please do not leave me sticker on Monk's jersey so he wouldn't forget it again. They probably have to sleep in that thing. You, Malik Monk, made Sports Center's not top ten list. How special are you for that? Um, I mean, he made the top ten last year. He makes the not top ten this year. <laughs> what did he make top ten for last year? You remember he had that in Chicago, came baseline, caught it this way, and then threw it down. That's true. Like, that was one of the sickest dunks of the year last year. Anyway, that's our dummies of the week. Uh, we come back, we're going to do Did You Notice and our picks for this week and the Will of Punishment. You're listening to BSS Carolinas. You can catch us everywhere. <laughs>